T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to The Strike Zone. Powered by Graybar on America's Sports Voice. KMOX. The Cardinals lose to Philadelphia today, 6-3. Welcome back into the program. My name is Matt Pauley, continuing to broadcast live from Bush Stadium. We're very happy to uh, welcome onto the program somebody. I don't think he's here anymore. I think he's left. He's uh, he's Ryan Fagan. He is a senior Major League Baseball writer for the Sporting News. Follow him on Twitter at Ryan, F-A-G-A-N. Ryan, are you still here, or are you have you made it home? I, I have made it home. I left there about uh, 40 minutes ago, so... Uh, yeah, made it made it back. Made it back safely. Helped help kiddo with bedtime. That's the goal for tonight. All right, very good. What so as that ninth inning is going down, what's going through your mind? I mean, it was what was going through my mind, quite honestly, is this is why it's impossible to predict the playoffs, right? And this is why I never have any problem when I'm wrong with the prediction because like the stuff that happened in that inning there's no way you can see it coming, right? And in and, and Ryan Helsley's last 29 innings of the regular season, he walked eight people, right? In his entire major league career, Alec Bohm was the 698th batter he's faced in the regular season and postseason. Only the second one he's ever hit with a pitch, right? I mean, how does that happen? And then to have basically they bring in Andre Palante to get ground balls, and he serves up three ground balls basically right at three fielders and the Cardinals get zero out out of those three ground balls, you know, Quante coming in and doing exactly what they wanted him. So, you know, I mean, sometimes stuff just happens, right? You know, and it felt like um, when the ball skipped by Arnado, it just felt like, you know, the, the wheels have completely come off. And, you know, it's the, the thing about that inning, and we saw when the you know, Cardinals mounted a little bit of a rally in the bottom of the ninth is it's not just that the Phillies took the lead. Like they took the lead and then they made it a big lead, you know, to the point that the Cardinals enter the bottom of that ninth looking at realistically they need to, a grand slam to tie that game. And, you know, it's just it's, it's a, a stunning turn of events. It reminds me of the game earlier this year where the Mets mounted that, mounted that big rally in the ninth inning and came back and took a big lead um, heading into it. And I think that in October is key. You have to put teams away. You know, the Cardinals never quite did that, and then the Phillies did it, even though it was a completely unexpected manner in which it happened. I have spent the last two hours taking phone calls from Cardinals fans who almost unanimously, I've been on an island here, they have been unanimous unanimous in believing that Oliver Marmel is responsible for what happened in the ninth inning. Is there much culpability when it comes to the way Marmel managed the ninth? 
Well, I mean, it's it's full. It's not fully his fault. I mean, you know, we talked about uh, just talking about you know they bring in uh, Palante because he's good at getting around balls, and they served up three ground. He served up three ground balls. That's exactly what Marmol wanted him to do: is get a ground ball, and it just didn't happen to go the exact right way. I mean, if the ball to Edmund, you know, he should have got it anyway. He should have at least knocked it down to to keep two runs from scoring. But if he if it's a foot to his left, you know, he starts double play, and the game's over. Right, I think if there's anything, you know, he he maybe should have had somebody warming up a little sooner before the mm. second walk. You know, I mean, the the thing was with, with you know, he, he, we look back at it, you say, well, he walked two guys in a row. He was up on Bryce Harper. He was ahead in the count one and two, right? And you know, his next couple pitches were 101 and 102. It's not like he was looking like he had lost it at that point. I think. The problem is is when he walked Castellanos on five pitches, then all of a sudden it's very clear he doesn't have his stuff, but because he's been so good, they didn't have anyone else warming up because it was his game. You know, I mean, he looked really good through the first couple batters. and Even the single that that JT Real Muto had to start the whole thing, I mean, it had the exit velocity of like 76 miles an hour. It's not like he was right on a healthy pitch and laced it into the gap or anything. So, you know, I I think if there's anything – you can look at it and say, okay, well, it's the postseason. You have to have somebody ready no matter what, especially in the second inning. But I'm not so sure that wasn't a case of just everything that could go wrong went wrong. The the, the margins did not go in the Cardinals' favor. Um, and, you know, we see how, how poorly that happened. But if you ask anyone on that team and you say, okay, well, do, are you okay with a ground ball being hit to Edmund, a ground ball being hit to Goldschmidt, and a ground ball being hit to Arnado, <laughs> every single player in that in that clubhouse will tell you, "Yeah, let give me that, give me those. I'll take my odds every time." It just it just didn't work out in this game. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's a, a a hugely important moment. I'm with you, and again, I what I did earlier is I, like I went moment by moment because Helsley looked good in the eighth, and then he comes out for the ninth, and he strikes out Hoskins, and okay, he gives up a base hit to. Real Muto, there's no reason to be worried at that moment, and there's no real reason to be worried about the Harper walk. You mentioned he's ahead in the count, and it's Bryce Harper. He gets walked all the time. There's not right. a red flag uh, really until the Castellanos walk. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could look back, and, you know, uh, Marmol said afterwards when he was asked about it that Helsley said that as the inning went on, he kind of lost a bit of feeling on the ball. You know, I guess maybe you can go back and look, and I haven't done this. I don't know if this is the case, but maybe if Helsley was flexing his hand or giving any sort of indication um, during the Harper at bat or when Castellanos was up, maybe that's a, a question. But, you know, I mean, it, it happens so quickly. Really within one batter, he went from being in, in not in control of the game because there were two guys on when he walked Harper. But like you said, it's Bryce Harper, right? Of all the people that the Phillies wanted in that situation with a chance to tie the game, it's Bryce Harper, a lefty facing Ryan Helsley with a runner on base. So it's okay to be to be careful with him, especially when you have in Castellanos and Alex Bohm, the next two guys coming up, right-handed hitters against a right-handed Ryan Helsley. He's done pretty well against them this year. So, I mean, it, it's, you know, retrospect, it says, well, why in the world was he out there? But, you know, I mean, he, Helsley said he was good to go. And he believed he was good to go. And through the first four batters, he was good to go. And then the problem was how quickly that changed. And, yes, maybe he should – Marmol could have planned for that by having somebody up and ready to go 
when he walked the second guy, when he walked Castellanos. But, you know, I mean, I, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure how valid that is. That's not the way they've operated all season. And the way they've operated all season has, has gone pretty well. Yeah, so in moments like these, people are very quick to focus on the pitching and those changes. They're never in that spot if they score some more runs. They they scored two runs. They didn't score for the first six innings. Uh, they, they had opportunities, and they don't come up with the big hit. I feel like there should be a little bit more blame here placed upon the hitters for not coming up with sc- runs scored. I know it's the playoffs. It's hard to score runs in the playoffs, but you're in that spot because it's a 2 nothing game. Yeah, you're, you're right. And, you know, I think that... The, when you look at, you know, when you, I was kind of watching the baseball, uh, the box score on Baseball Savant, which has the exit velocities and distances and all these things. And, you know, the Cardinals have, I think, like five, seven of the nine hardest hit balls in the game. You know, Arnado said after the game, he thought absolutely that was a home run when he hit with, with Goldsman on base. And, you know, you could see by his reaction, he was shocked when he didn't get out. You know, even the, the second batter, of the game, Pujols hit the line drive to center field. You know, that was 108 miles an hour coming off the bat. You know, you feel pretty good about that, the chances of that doing some damage, especially with Newport already on base. I mean, a different date, maybe it's a little bit warmer. That ball carries to the wall, and Newport scores from first base, and it's a different thing. So, you know, I mean, I, they, they did hit the ball hard. Uh, they just hit it at people, or it didn't carry. So, you know, I mean, I think when you look at situations looking back, it was the what was it, the seventh inning when they had two guys on and nobody out and Pujols, Goldschmidt, and Arnado coming up. I think that was kind of the game, you know, looking back at it because they had Zach Wheeler was, he pitched further into the game at that point than he had since mid-August because he's had injury issues. He's gone on the IL and they've been very careful with him coming back. So he was into the 80, mid-80 pitch count and he hadn't been that way in a month or so and you have basically the hottest hitter in the NL in the second half and two top five MVP candidates coming up. If you're the Cardinals, you feel pretty good about that. But, you know, as we know, Pujols sit into the double play and then Goldschmidt grounded out. That scenario plays out, you know, 25 times and, what, 15 of those, they score at least one run. It just didn't happen this time. And now this puts them in a spot where tomorrow Miles Michaelis has got to go out and pitch well, and their bullpen probably isn't put together the way they'd like it to be put together, but you, you have to win tomorrow to force a game three. Yeah, and I think you know the, the thing about tomorrow's game is um, when you look at Aaron Nola's season, and you, you know, the starting pitcher for the Phillies, and you say, okay, well, he had a 3.25 year, right? That's pretty good. To me, the 3.25 ERA is a little bit deceitful when you look at the story of how good Aaron Nola has been this year. You know, his, his fielding independent p- pitching, his FIP is like 2.58. His strikeout-to-walk ratio is crazy. It's 8.1 uh, strikeouts for every walk that he issues. He's you know, a lead. I think he led the league in only 1.3 walks for nine innings. He doesn't give free bases. He's challenging hitters a lot more this year. I asked him about it in the pregame interview session he said i just figured i'm tired of giving people free bases i want to challenge guys and it's worked out very well for him he's absolutely the kind of guy that can go out and win a game on his own his last start in the regular season he carried a perfect game into the seventh inning in houston against the astros when the astros were fielding their full postseason lineup now this is a guy that's capable of going out and dominating and I think if you're a Cardinals fan, that's what worries you 
as much as anything, is he's capable of going out there and giving eight solid innings, which limits for the Phillies, it limits the exposure to their bullpen, which has been a weak spot for them this year. He is Ryan Fagan. Follow him on Twitter at Ryan, F-A-G-A-N, Senior Major League Baseball Writer with Sporting News. It's been a long day. Ryan, thanks for making it a little bit longer and uh, coming on with us. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Matt. All right, there's uh, Ryan Fagan. We'll take a break. When we come back, more of your phone calls as we'll continue to dissect everything that went down today. This is Sports Open Lines, the Strike Zone. We're back with more in a moment on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.